Welcome everybody to episode number 31 of the Third Sun Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, joined as always by uh, our three co-hosts, starting with Mike. Mike, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing awesome today, man. Um, a little too sober, but, you know, I'm hanging in there. Right, well, I'm sorry. Grandma Lamb. Graham, how are you? Graham is doing good. He's, uh, well, I'm, I wasn't say getting ready, but I haven't gotten ready, but I'm going to be going on a trip tomorrow, going on a cruise. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for it, so... I'm doing good. Weather's Maybe nice you, here. You can get a little bit sun kissed because you're very white. Yeah, you're very Canadian. You're, you're not gonna. And are you gonna talk about yourself in the third person the entire show? I might. Okay. Are you Grandma's. gonna call everybody buddy while you're there? And we like. Hey, uh, buddy. Did you get the, your hey, buddy? Hey, I guy. would say the alien in Mass Effect, but you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Did you get your sunblock? No. You better get your sunblock. See, see you. this is what being a Canadian. I don't think sunblock. Yeah. You better think sunblock. You're going to yeah. need it. Yeah. Well, and also joining us is Eugene. How are you today? Hey, guys. How's it going? Right. That was gay as hell. I'm yeah. sorry. Let, let's just roll that back and start over. No, we're not. No. All right. No. All right. So, see, I, I'm drinking about half a glass of vodka. So, hey. Concept, so. Hey. All right. So, uh, you can join in the conversation by uh, joining our Facebook group. Uh, look up Third Sun Gaming Podcast on Facebook. Join that group, take part in the discussion there. We usually have a pretty good discussion going uh, week by week. Uh, also, throw your questions at us there that we can talk about on the show, like we'll do at the end of this one. You can follow us on Twitter at Third Sun Gaming, T H I R D S U N Gaming, all one word. And you can join our Xbox group, which Eugene has finally figured out how to join. It Yay. is the. Uh, Woo! It's Congratulations. Under, it's under Third Sun Gaming, all one word there as well. And uh, join that group if you're an Xbox player and take part in the conversation there. Um, also, we have, we've gotten a few new people to join this week, which is pretty awesome. So, yeah, um, seeing seeing a little more uh, contribution there, which is pretty cool. So, very excited about with, it. With that, let's head into the news this week. Not much to talk about as we're still kind of in the the dead zone post holiday. But start off with uh, something that I have Graham very excited at the very least. Mass Effect Andromeda finally has a release date. Woo! It is March seventeenth, twenty seventeen, in North America. Just a few days later, across the pond. Graham, I'm sure you ordered, like, the $2,000 super maxed out edition of this game. It comes with a suit, Commander Shepard suit. <laughs> yeah. It, it actually fits your body. They custom tailor it for you. It costs right. $5,000. Just call me Commander Hale now and next mm-hmm. time you refer to me. No, I'm totally excited. I didn't quite spend that much, but I have pre-ordered the game, and I'm hoping that it is shows up at my door on release day, if not... It's going to suck, because then I'm going to contemplate going out to EB Games and getting Diversion. But, I don't know. I'm hoping it does show up in a timely fashion. I've ordered a few things now, and I've gotten like three, four weeks after it's been released, which is a complete bummer. But I'm totally stoked for it. I, I can't wait to get into the story, like I'm, like the whole lore of it and all that stuff. I've been following it. I've been signed up on their initiative or whatever was on their website. So, you know, I'm stoked for it. So, bring it on. Awesome. So, Graham, uh, before before we move on, uh, I know Graham ordered the most expensive edition of the game, correct? Yes. Okay. So, that game comes out in the middle of March. Now, we've talked in the past about how Graham had committed to buying a PlayStation 4 before the release of MLB The Show in on March like, 28th. Uh-oh. And now, we're just going to get this out here on the podcast that Graham committed last night to still doing that. And we have a witness in listener Stephen Wiseman who was playing NHL with us at the time. 
Mm-hmm. Comments, Graham? <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're good. We're good. Okay, sounds good. So, so, so Graham's uh, committed to that. So we're all looking forward to seeing Graham's uh, PlayStation uh, handle or PS, uh, PSN name come the end of March. So yes. and enjoying some good uh, MLB streams as well. So, all right. Uh, anything else on Mass Effect and Drama, guys, before we move on? So, uh, are you, do you guys think that that's going to be the release date? I mean, that's that's pretty early. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, do. That, that's two months. I it's, mean, I, I think so, too. BioWare's pretty uh, dedicated to their re- release dates, so. I do, and Mass Effect uh, 3 was a spring release, if I remember correctly. It was in March. It was March yeah. or April. So, uh, you know, this series generally does this time of year. I think it's a great time to get a, a big title like that out because you have the spotlight to yourself. And I, I just think it's a great time to, to do it, so... Hopefully, uh, the only thing that's going against it is the release of the Switch. Mm-hmm. So, nah, I don't okay. think it'll affect it at all. No one's I don't. I don't. I think it's for different types of players. So, so. you you bought the two two hundred dollar Rover. Um, so that doesn't come with the actual game. Just so our listeners know, it just comes with the Rover and a steelbook. Wait, you wait, still have to wait. buy the game separate. Is that true? For in in, in the U.S. in the U.S. Uh, the Rover only comes with the collector's edition Rover. Um, only comes with the steel book. The game is still separate. Oh my god! They did that yeah. with fucking Battlefield. Damn. Yeah. So <laughs> you you get that cool RC rover. Uh, is it different in Canada? Uh, you know. You might want to double check, check it. You might want to double check. I know it was a while ago. I ordered it because I was yeah. thinking, contemplating whether I get it on the PS4, just so, just to take advantage of it. Then so basically, the PS4 I used to use for exclusives. So I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe because they're boasting about, oh, our graphics are way better. So now I was thinking Mass Effect could be a good game for that, right? For, mm-hmm. like, the space and stuff. So did, so, you, did you pre-order for PS4? Uh, well, if I got the collector's edition, okay. it doesn't come with the game, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that was, when I ordered it, I was thinking, like, maybe I'll get it for the PS4 and put it into the steel case. Like, yeah, what, it's kind what? of it's kind of misleading. Like, uh, I mean, the if you look on Amazon, it says Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda Collector's Edition Remote Control Nomad MD1. And it's like it comes with the Steelbook, which is just the Steelbook. It doesn't come with the game. It says clearly no no game included. So you have to buy the game separate still. So, so basically what they're doing is they're charging you $200 for a $20 toy. Because you can go out and buy it like a real RC car, like a grass hopper. It, it's, it's, it's a nice rover, though. It's not gas-powered or anything. It's got a like camera that. and everything It doesn't have to be gas-powered. I mean, it can be battery-powered. But I remember, got... like, back in the day having, like, a grass hopper and stuff like that. And there was, like, 150 bucks for it. And, you know, you got the two charger batteries and all that stuff. And that was the shit. But I can't imagine them actually selling one of those for 200 bucks. It's probably a $20 toy. Probably. Right. I mean, it's, Prem- it's for Prem- fans of the series and collectors, for sure. And, you know, I mean, you pay a premium for that stuff if you're a collector. So, um, but... Yeah, you, you might want to look into that and just make sure, Graham. And, and closed circuit to EA, I mean, come on. This is the second game you've done this with, and for all the good things you've done in the past few years to kind of get away from that, like, worst company in the world yeah. stereotype that you had. Don't get um, Yeah, don't go down the road with this stuff. And I get that it's up to players to buy it. Players have the right to not, to not buy and buy whatever version they want. But yeah, I think it can be misleading, and there are some people out there that are going to buy it thinking the game's with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just, just got the $70 Deluxe Edition that comes with yeah. a little bit of DLC okay. and stuff. That's all I got. Cool. All right. So, let's move on. Next up, Injustice 2 has also has a release date coming out May 16th, 2017, which I think is a great time for a game like that. Uh, 
right in that lull between your early spring, you know, late winter, early spring releases, and then you're kind of heading in that dead zone in May, June, July. So great time for a game like that. Any thoughts? Yeah, I got some thoughts on it. Um, just like Injustice 1, it's built on the Mortal Kombat engine. Um, the problem is, is, is the game multiplayer dies out real fast. And the story mode was in, in Injustice 1 was not great at all. It mm. really wasn't. So this is kind of like a, meh, if you want something past the time, but you know, I'm not going to get too serious into the whole fighting thing with it, that's cool. Because in a few months, the multiplayer would be dead. If you really want to get into something, stick with the you know, the big boys like Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct, and Street mm -hmm. Fighter Five, And that's why I'm saying this is the perfect time for this game. Because yeah. by the time it dies out in August, September, the the big hitters of the season will be coming out. Yeah. And you'll be moving on to something else to play. So, yeah. yeah that, that's why I said it's a, a great time for it. And, and, you know, some players just like to play as those characters. Hey, why did you yeah. say it was a good time for it? And did you say it was a good time for it? What? He said it is a good, it's a great I time. Said it is. I know, I heard that like five times. That's why I was just making sure I heard it the first seven times. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the first uh, first Injustice game. Uh, good. It's made by really? the room, right? Yeah, I did. You enjoyed uh, you the, know, the single player? I did. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of cheesy, and, and I didn't pay for it. I got it for free. I think it was a, a free PS Plus game, like a few months after it came out. Um, so I played it for free, so, you know, maybe that had... You know something to do with it, but I enjoyed just, it because uh, it's just repetitive as hell. Yeah, it, it it is very repetitive. I'll admit that. And like some of the some of the characters seem a little bit OP. Like Batman to me felt a little bit uh, overpowered, like he could take down anybody. But uh, I really enjoyed it because it, it's made by the same uh, developer as Mortal Kombat, right? Another realm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I enjoy I enjoy that engine. I, I really like their engine. I like the the combat style. They they still had that. Uh, um, it was an X ray. Um, like in Mortal Kombat, but it kind of had the slowdowns that you could do and like yeah. the special attacks per level and things like that. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I found that uh, Wonder Woman and uh, um, Aquaman were just, just you know, brutally beat face, die, and it's all over in five seconds. Mm -hmm. They were definitely top tier. Yeah, I, I agree with the Wonder Woman. I remember that. Yeah. All right. So, up third, Uncharted 4. Uh, big release last year. A lot of people thought it should have been Game of the Year. Uh, sold a staggering 8.7 million copies in 2016. And the reason that number is so impressive because it was a console exclusive to the PlayStation yep. 4, and that's the only thing you could play it on. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, those are those are pretty high numbers for uh, Uncharted. That is surprising. Uh, and I do know that they included um, the digital sales that came with the console. So, all the consoles, yeah. that uh, the bundles... Uh, I'm sure Black Friday had a lot to do with those numbers, but I mean, probably those numbers uh, uh, accounted for maybe a million of that. But eight, eight, eight point seven million—that—that's fantastic. I don't—I don't know what their yeah. projections were, but um, I mean, I'm sure that exceeded them. Yeah, yeah and we and we can off. we can get into the the dismissing it reasons like uh, like the bundle thing is legit, and we can say that you know PlayStation doesn't have that many exclusives, so everybody's dying for a great one, and this one came out and everybody bought it. But the reality is, it's an impressive number. It is impressive. And they deserve credit for it. And, no, I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Obviously, Halo. it's a series that everybody likes, so all the more power to them. You yep. know, good for the company. Yep. Halo 5 sold 5 to 6 million. So yep. to do 8.7 is pretty good. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So, all right. Uh, speaking of uh, Games of the Year, IGN has announced theirs. And uh, sticking with what the Game Awards came up with, they went with Overwatch as their game. Boo. Um, yeah. To... To uh, want to point out that the the fans' choice for that award was Uncharted Four. That's and not what I heard. 
I heard it was Pool Nation FX. Okay. Um, you don't know that edition. joke, do you? The, uh, no, but the, the best PS4 game went to Dishonored 2. Uh, which I've heard, heard a lot things. of great, yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of great things about that game. I, I've been wanting to pick it up, actually, but uh, have you guys played it at all? I haven't. Uh, I have not, no. And I, I like the first one. Oh, yeah, the first one's fantastic. So yeah. I, I thought about it a couple of weeks ago, picking it up with the, uh, you know, it comes with the first Dishonored, you know, uh, yeah. HD remastered. So I definitely thought about picking that up. But I can I, I can see why they picked Overwatch because they're, they're thinking about the community as a whole. You know, I, I have my own personal game of the year, which uh, really, for me, probably was Uncharted. But just thinking about the audience uh, and who's playing what right now, everyone's still playing Overwatch. Like I, I, I look oh, yeah. at my friend. I look at my friends list right now, and you know, uh, Battlefield just came out, and Titanfall just came out, Gears came out uh, not too long before, and uh, everyone's playing Overwatch still. It, it's still a fantastic uh, multiplayer game, and it, it, for a multiplayer only game uh, to win Game yeah. of the Year is is pretty impressive. Uh, but uh, I can understand why they picked Overwatch. Uh, uh, it's it's based on the community, and the community is yeah. playing Overwatch, and they're they're loving that game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And the, the the group of people I work with, like there's a group of three or four of them that play go they go home and play Overwatch together every single night, and they come in and show me their game clips and all that stuff of the stupid stuff they do, and they they love it. So I think they're representative of the gaming community as a whole, and you know, congrats to the game. I mean, it's it's a very good game. I actually enjoy it quite a bit. Uh-huh. Just because I'd pick something else over it personally doesn't mean I don't think it's great. It, it is a very, very good game. I would personally pick Battlefield One or Titanfall Two, but that's me. And and but that doesn't take away from how good Overwatch is. Yeah, it, I mean it it's very, a. I mean I don't play it every day, but like every couple of weeks I'll get that itch. Like, hey, I'm kind of bored. When am I going to play? You know, I'll play uh, Overwatch for a couple hours. Yep. Yeah. I mean that that's the kind of game it is for me. But it's still I can you can pick it up anytime you want to. And still the, have a great time with it. The other thing, too, is it's it's the type of game that's a welcoming game to all kinds of players. You don't have to be, like, super awesome at first-person mm-hmm. shooters to, to contribute and do things in the game. So there are lots of different ways to play, lots of different characters with different skill sets and different things you can do. So it, it, it's appealing to a wide, wide range of people. And I think that also plays into why it's so popular. And but Congrats to the game. Uh, getting Game Awards and IGN is a pretty big deal. So, so who won uh, yeah. Xbox? The best Xbox. Xbox game went to Inside, which I thought was a fantastic game. Whether it's the best Xbox One game of the year, I don't know. If I, I, well, I think so. for like the size of it and stuff too, right? You would kind of place it in a different category because mm-hmm. it it doesn't really have the replayability and all that stuff. Because once you're through it, it's a great experience, but for it to warrant like the best game of the year, like I don't know. I don't I mean, know. IGN was, gave no. it a ten out of ten. Yes, they did. Personally, I would have went with Forza Horizon 3 as far as Xbox games go. Yeah, and and again, I thought Inside was freaking fantastic. It was really good. But but in terms of that platformer kind of game, um, I actually liked Unravel more. Uh, you know, I was just about to say that. Right. So, so, and Unravel's a game that I will defend to the end of time. I think Unravel is an outstanding video game. And I so, think that has better replayability, too. Yeah, like I, I said, when I was watching my nephew and niece play it, I was like, man, I just feel like getting in there and just like going through it again. Mm-hmm. Was Inside an Xbox exclusive? It was It was a timed one. It came oh, out it on PlayStation. came out right after E3 on Xbox, and it came out on PlayStation in late August. So. I, I think it's a strange choice as well, because, you know, uh, 
that that game does have a following. You know, it, it was made by the same uh, developer as Limbo. Limbo, yeah. Which I, I have not played inside yet. I probably will pick it up after hearing this announcement. Um, but I loved Limbo, and it was fantastic. But it was an it's an indie game, so I'm assuming that yeah. Inside is it feels it, like an indie game. It does. It is an indie game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know how well it sold sold or anything, but I mean, I don't hear people talking about it. I mean, I hear I hear IGN talking about it. I see reviews on it. You know what a fantastic game it is, but it's not. I, I don't see why they would pick this. Like even over Gears of War. Like Gears of War wasn't a perfect game, but uh, community wise, you know, a lot more people enjoyed uh, the online horde mode, online multiplayer, enjoyed the single player. Um, so how, how would how would it get picked over something like that? So, yeah, like I, something offers more. Or even even over like aspects, Battlefield, even sure. over like Battlefield or Titanfall. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think when you play inside Eugene, you'll really like it. Um, but I don't think you'll play it a second time, unless right. you're just dead set on going back and getting achievements. Um, but I don't think you'd play it a second time for the story. Uh, the story's great, but it's not worth seeing again because mm-hmm. you know once you see it, you're seeing it. And I'll get um, I'm gonna, I'm going to get it this upcoming week, and I'll yeah. tell you guys what I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, personally, I think I think xbox had two exclusives this year that just really brought it in multiple ways and that was forza horizon 3 and gears of war 4 so i i would have given it to one of those two i would have been okay with either one i mean forza is one of the most beautiful games i've ever seen uh it just is and gears is really good i mean it's not like you said it's not perfect but it's really good so yeah. that, that's probably the route i would have gone but but, you know, the inside's great, so uh, good for them, and, and congrats to that studio. I can't remember the name of it right now, but but Limbo and Inside Back-to-Back, two great games, and, you know, they know what they're doing. Yeah, so, for sure. All right, last up, there's something I found interesting. Look at all the CES news going on this week. Um, LG has announced a new TV, a new uh, OLED TV, which means get out your wallets. <laughs> yeah. um, they is the Wallpaper Series. And it is no thicker front to back than an iPhone 7. Yeah. That's, thing that's is crazy. Incredibly thin. And it is meant to be wall mounted. You cannot buy this thing and put a stand on it. It just won't work. And it has to be wall mounted. And if you want it, it, it is 25% brighter than previous models of LG televisions. So you get better color. Uh, if you want it, the 65 inch version is now available for pre order for the low, low price of $8,000. Oh, that's it, eh? That's yeah. it. But it's coming out in March or April, and and to be fair, there's a lot of televisions out there that you know in that like 75 inch range or whatever that are literally like fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, it's you know obviously it's high price, but it's not like out of this world. Um, for for people that are really big into tech and want that stuff, so um, anybody on the show that anybody listening that is uh, planning on getting it, let us know because we'll want to stop by. Graham, <laughs> are you going to buy it? No, I'm not going to buy it. Oh. No, Graham's got to buy two consoles in March, plus like an $800 edition of Mass Effect that doesn't even come with the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there, I heard, Graham, that there's going to be a collector's edition of Zelda that actually comes with a horse that you get. It comes with a horse <laughs> and a crossbow. Mm-hmm. It's $10,000. I'm not a big fan of horses, though, so I'm going to have to pass. Okay. Horses is. Just, just want to put it in your ear. <laughs> put it in my ear. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. So uh, that, everybody, does it for the news this week. Let's turn over to Graham to see what is new in stores this week. Graham, is there anything new to buy? Yes, there definitely is. Uh, we're still in a quiet time as far as major releases go, but there are lots of new releases. 
Uh, January 9th, you can get Tomb Joe, Word Killer Revolution, Flower Design, Lady Killer in a Bind, and V Rogue Unapologetic Hardcore VR Edition. Okay. Now, these are only PC releases. Uh, but starting January the 10th, new releases begin coming for all major consoles as well as PC, but excluding the Nintendo Wii U, but I did say major. Uh, January 10th, you can oh. get Hatsune Miku, Project Diva, Future Tone, color to- Colorful Tone. That's a big... <laughs> I've been waiting for that. And, I, knew, I knew you would love that. And, and I, I actually, listen, listen. I like Hetsino Miku games. Just so. you can get hey, Hatsune hey, hey. Miku, Project Diva, Future Tone, Future Sound, and both these releases are PS4 exclusives. Uh, if you guys want to know what that is, you would ask. I have to ask Eugene because I have no idea. Oh, I have no idea either. Okay, well there you have it. <laughs> we yeah, have, no I idea. have no. They idea. release a Hetsune Miku game like every two months. Okay. So, like I said, these are both PS4 exclusives. Uh, PC releases for January 10th are as follows. We have Paco, Car Chase Simulator, uh, Minions, Monster, and Madness, Beats Fever, Drunk or Dead. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds like my Mike's, life. Mike's Those documentary game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's Walking Simulator. <laughs> Could be a trivia game. I'm going to say something. You can tell me if it's drunk or dead. And the other game is Bequest. Now, January 11th, we get our first release of the year for Xbox. Yay. And that release is Acorn Assault Rodent Revolution. Sounds interesting. And uh, releasing on that day for PC gamers, we have Criminal Girls, Invite Only, Cold Vengeance, Assault on the Necrospire, Super Death Arena, Blackwater Bayou Bayou VR, The Legends of Olia. And again, January 12th is all about PC releases. We have Detention which you guys are probably familiar with. Uh, Introvert Quest. Ooh, burn. That's, like, that's my life story right now. Oh, like the burn a, ahead of time. It's like a Canadian burn. Yeah, it's yeah. like Canadian burn. Frostbite. I didn't even catch it. Just go on. Yeah, I keep going. <laughs> <You> fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, we have Vindictive Drive. <laughs> Galadrius Blades. And to finish off the week, on the 13th, we have Silvio for PS4. That's it for PS4. And for Xbox One, we have Pit People, Rise and Shine, Silvio, Dead Effect 2, Friday Night Bullet Arena. And then, and finally, for PC, you can get Rise and Shine, Bear Slayer, Rage Against the Zombies, which sounds like a cover band. Uh, Never Forget Me, Alien Shooter TD, not dying today, because I'm still alive. Uh, Arena Hero and Pain Train. One of my nicknames through high school. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What kind of trains were you in? I don't even know where to go. What kind of painful trains were you part of? Yeah. Uh, we don't want to go into that. Surprise anal. That's what Mike was hoping for. Anyways, that is, that is it for new releases. He just Take it away, talk. Tyler. He just doesn't want to talk about which end of the train he was on. Exactly. But anyway, <clears throat> you're still not going to talk about Don Bradman Cricket 2017? No, sir. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, sounds like a lot of exciting stuff. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, there's a lot, but so, I say nothing spectacular. Yeah. Uh, let's get into deals. Mike, what you got? <laughs> well, all right. We're going to go over what's free this month for both uh, platforms real quick here. 
We got uh, the Van, he Van Helsing uh, Tower Defense game that is now available from now to the end of January. Starting on the 16th, we have Killer Instinct, which I highly recommend you download because you can get all the characters. Season and 2, right? Yeah, from yeah. Season 2. Yeah. Thank you, Jackass. I was just no, I was, I was honestly wondering. So, yeah, yeah. So it is. Wait, when, when is that up? Because I checked today and I didn't see it. January 16th or February 15th. Okay, gotcha. And uh, they actually, back then, back, uh, I don't know how many months ago, but they had the Season 1. If you grab that, then that means you're going to have double the amount of characters and arenas and everything like that. The, the Cave is available for eight more days. It's actually a really good game, so you might as well download that for the 360. And coming on January 16th is Raymond Orange, uh, Oranges. Oranges. <laughs> oh, I did this again. Oh, shit. Raymond Origins is from January 16th to the 31st, so make sure you get on top of that. All right. Now, with that being said, we're going to go to the PS Plus free games for this this. Uh, January. We've got Day of the Tentacle Remastered, which I highly recommend you get because it's a great game. One of those old school ones that you can't pass up on. Um, this War of Mine and the Little Ones, PS4. Blaze Rush, PS3. The Swindle, PS3. It's also cross with uh, cross by on PS4 and PS Vita. Um, Akins 2, P PS Vita. And Titan Souls, PS Vita. Cross by on PS4 as well. So we're going to skip back to this week's deals with gold. Um, the big ones are Momentum, Dead Island, and uh, Dungeons and Dragons Sword Coast Legends. I haven't had a chance to play that, but it is Spotlight for 50% off right now. It could be good, it could be bad, but uh, um, I, I, I went to look for it on the list on, on the Xbox, and it's not there, so it must be under the, the sales that are there till January 9th. Okay. Um, with that being said, um, there is not a lot of other things that are worth talking about. Uh, the Telltale Collection, Xbox One, is 67% off. I'm figuring that's got everything in it. Wow. That'd be does it include collection. Batman? It does not include Batman, I checked. Uh, well, so much for it being the collection, then. <laughs> yeah. It's like Walking Dead 1 and 2, um, Wolf Game Among of Us, Game of Thrones. And I think that might be it. There might be one more in there. Uh... Like, Mm, I can't think of it right now. There's one more in there, I think. Okay. But uh, with that being said, I'm not going to go over all the deals that are available until the 9th um, for the Christmas countdown sale or whatever you want to call it. Because honestly, folks, uh, it's gotten to the point now where you can go to Amazon, you can go to G2A, you can go to CD Keys, and they all have digital releases that are much cheaper than the Xbox Store at this point. So if you're really looking for bang for your buck, go to Reddit uh, um, Xbox deals or Reddit PS4 deals, and people update them constantly every day. Well, what's available? They use a store parser, and uh, that's the way to go. You know, sometimes there are really good deals. Like last week, unfortunately, I forgot to get Tropico for 25 bucks. It's uh, 26 and a half at uh, um, GameStop right now for the physical. But I mean, for 25 for Digital, don't have to worry about popping the CD in and out. That's that's pretty good. Every once in a while, they come out with a gem, but otherwise, you know, it, it's not that that the deals this this Christmas are really not worth talking about. Although there was uh, um, um, Elite Dangerous and Horizons and all that uh, available for half off on uh, New Year's Eve, but I was too busy doing other things on New did Year's Eve. Did you hear about the news with Elite Dangerous this last yes, week? Yes, I did. They, they ran into the a the alien race. That's Somebody, for the first time, ran into an alien in that game. 
Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so uh, that that's got all kinds of hype going on. I'm telling you, I I'm telling you, people who were looking forward to No Man's Sky and got, you know, got their screwed over. Yeah, and you know all these other space games. You know, definitely download Elite Dangerous and get Horizons with it. It is totally worth it. It really, really, really is. So then we're gonna skip over to what's available for along the PlayStation Store on sale this week. We got two. In, we got two in the chamber. Anybody want to guess what these two are? Grand Theft Auto GTA. Why do you guys always always guess wrong? Rocket Try League. Again. Rocket League. What? Rocket League. No. The PS4. Division. PS4. Mm. On there all the time. I don't know, I'm drawing blank. What is yeah. it? No Man's Sky is 34% oh, yeah. off. Woo! <laughs> and joining No Man's Sky in the usual is Fluster Cluck, which is also 50% off. Huh? As usual. Okay. So, um, it, I, we got, I get no reaction out of that. <laughs> really? <gasps> really? <How's> that? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Smite is 50% off for, for the God Pack Bundle, which gives you every god there is. Uh, it's $14.99. There's a free play this weekend on Xbox, so you can check that out, too. Um, they do not, I do not see a deal for Smite on uh, the Xbox right now, but $14.99 for unlocking all the gods is a really good purchase for a company who really does pay attention to the game, in my opinion. is probably the most fun MOBA out there. Um, they got Qbert on sale. Don't. For- yeah, okay. <laughs> so beyond, beyond that... It, it, the controls are so bad in that game. I, that, that's exactly what to, I was about to say. To uh, the controls are horrible. Yeah. It has to be an arcade stick. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to use the crosshairs, I'm telling you. I mean, whatever you call Whatever you guys like to call that. Um, so with that being said, we're going to go to the great Xbox deals this week. Okay? You ready? All right. Right now, GameStop, both the PS4 and Xbox One... Um, get a $50 bonus credit when trading it in for PS Pro or Xbox One S. So that's not terrible. Uh, Mafia Standard Edition in Canada right now is $19.99 loonies via Amazon. Um, Loonies. (laughs) Diablo 3, the Ultimate Evil Edition, is $19.99 at GameStop right now. That is a hell of a price for it. Pick it up because seasons are coming to um, console the same day that uh, PC gets... uh, um, update 10.0.0 because they like to use the, the Mac uh, update scheme. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege is nineteen is $18.79 via Amazon. It's probably a really good buy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Xbox One S uh, 500 gigabyte with Battlefield 1 is two forty nine dollars on Amazon right now. Um, Final Fantasy Day 1 Edition is $35.99 with New, by Newegg. Um... I don't even know if I want to say this one, but Call of Duty Infinite Warfare Legacy Edition is $43.99 GCU via Best Buy. Hmm. Hmm. That's a pretty good deal. I that guess. is actually really good. Yeah. Here's another really good one. Um, via G- GCU Best Buy, $11.99 is Mortal Kombat X. And that is the game, as a game, if you haven't gotten into a fighter yet, that's definitely worth getting into. It, X it, or XL? It's only X. Uh, I mean, you, you can get, get XL for like 20 bucks, right? Right, right, but you can also get the the add-on characters for like five ninety nine. So, hmm. no, not 
And here's another really good deal. Again, it's up. Uh, Dark Souls Physical, 19, three, uh, 1999 via Target. So mm. if you haven't jumped on that yet and you want to give it a shot, it's definitely worth it. Guitar Hero Live is 1999 via Toys R Us. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. This is the lowest I've seen this in a while. Grand Theft Auto Five with 3.5 million shark cash is 29.99 via GameStop. Um, Battlefield One is 39.99 physical at, at Target. I've seen it a lot lower than that. And Mad Max is 11.99 via Amazon right now. Hmm. Digital, digital. Wow. So like I said, you know, Amazon and G2A, G2A can be trusted, and so can CD Keys. I've never had a problem using. Either one of them either had very many other people, and their customer service is worthwhile. I get my Xbox Live from CD Keys every year, like 40 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny Collection in Canada is forty nine ninety nine loonies. Um, Doom used at Best Buy, 19 bucks. Okay. That's not terrible. Good um, so so is so is, it's also at GameStop as well. Um, PS Pro three sixty nine from Anton. Ant online with free shipping. Uh, it doesn't say that it comes with anything whatsoever. So, uh, uh, DualShock 4 wireless controller for PlayStation 4 is $46.99 via Amazon right now. Titanfall is $27.99 GCU at Best Buy. Um, GTA 5, just flat GTA 5, $29.99 at Amazon. Um, Far Cry Primal in Canada is twenty four ninety six loonies via Amazon. Um, trying, I'm trying to get some some out of country things here. It's not a lot, man. All right, and the last one here is the PS4 Slim, five hundred gigabyte Uncharted Four bundle for two hundred fifty four dollars ninety nine cents via Newegg. And that's gonna wrap it up for me, my friends. That's that's right. what's the deals we got going on this week. Awesome. Let's move into what we've been playing. Uh, Graham, we'll start with you. Have you played anything while you've been himself traveling the country? Yes, I have. I've played Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass on my 3DS. I forgot how great that game is. That game oh, is it's awesome. a fantastic game. And like, I love how it utilizes like the DS system. I'm not going to ruin anything, but it's got some amazing features. Uh, also, I had my PC with me, so I or my laptop, so I was playing Civilization VI. Nice, another fantastic game. Absolutely. Like, there's so much to this this version of like having districts and religion, and it, it's just awesome game. Um, recommend to anybody who's looking for a good time killer, whoever likes playing like um, uh, turn-based games. Strategy. Strategy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I was also playing NHL 17. Uh, so finally say. came back to having a fast internet where I could play online. Mm -hmm. uh, it was good. It was good to be back and playing it. And also while I was away, I played Halo Master Chief Collection with my nephew, uh, which is great. I actually was doing the, the Xbox streaming where you stream to a Windows 10 PC oh, or a laptop. Like, they ended up getting tablets last year for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So we were playing it on there, and like we are playing it on my laptop because like they were watching TV. It it works so flawless, man. I was so surprised. Even with their router, their router is not that good. But it was still working really well, and it was a great experience. So, so Graham, Graham went... That reminds me, when we get back into like the dead zone of games again, we gotta we gotta pick that up again. Yes, I know. When I was got, playing, I'm like, 
this is what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I know, because we got pretty... How far did we get? We got, like, pretty far into Halo 1. Did we get to 2? No, we didn't make it to 2. Okay, so we got a ways to go. We got to get all the way through. Yeah, and... I'll play with you guys. All right. Invite me on. Cool. I haven't even touched that. I, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't touched it. It's fun. It's fun to go back and play them through. And yeah, then I... switch... Are Switch you playing on Legendary? No, we're playing oh, okay. on... Um, I was about to say, because Legendary, the original Halo and Halo 2 on Legendary. Woo! Yeah, so no, we're, we're yeah, playing on Heroic, I think. So Okay. Yeah. That's manageable. Yeah. But yeah, switching back and forth by using, like, it used to be the select button. I don't know what you call it now. Yeah. But uh, you can change, like, to the old school view. <laughs> what a difference, man. Yeah, it really is. So, sorry, anything else? Uh, nope, that, that pretty okay. much took up my time. All right, Eugene, how about you? Um, you know, I've been traveling for work the last week, so I've been in and out of hotels. So um, I haven't really played a lot uh, this last week. This last weekend I played Final Fantasy. Do you guys want me to talk uh, 20 minutes about Final Fantasy for <laughs> No, for no. Years? Okay, no, well, thanks. I, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy. I've been, a lot, I, I've been following a lot of news, uh, actually, so I'm really excited about the January 13th Switch event. So I've been following a lot of news about it. Have you guys heard about the new rumors? For this I'm week. not. But isn't okay. the event the 12th? Yeah, it's the 12th. I, I said the 13th. I, I meant the 12th. Uh, so okay. on the 13th, uh, the rumor is is that you will be able to pre-order the Switch um, from retailers. From I the, heard that. Yep. So the day after the event, you'll be able to pre-order the Switch. So uh, luckily, I am off that Friday, so I'll be able to... I'm going to go to the GameStop right when they open and try to pre-order it. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Uh, but I've heard a lot about uh, there's a lineup leaked online, so I was going to talk about it a little bit. So mm -hmm. they, they, uh, there's a, a leak on the uh, itinerary, basically, for the event. So the, the event is uh, rumored to go on for an hour long. It's going to go on on the 12th. And the um, games that are on this list that they have, they have uh, at launch, or a, a few weeks after launch, FIFA 17. And if you guys think these aren't plausible, go ahead and speak up. So they have FIFA 17, mm -hmm. NBA 2K17. Mm -hmm. They have at, on launch the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special oh. Edition. Mm. Which, wow. speaking of Elder Scrolls, wasn't there a, 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 a leak on the new Elder Scrolls game? I just reminded myself no, of that. I, not that I saw. Not that I saw either. I, think I, it was, either. I, I thought it was last night, but uh, we'll have to look into that. Uh, so Assassin's Creed Egypt. Which I'm, okay. I'm guessing new is going to follow the uh, Assassin's Creed in China and things like that. No, yeah. the Egypt one is the new big title. Oh, really? Yeah. So it has release date of March 24th on here. Really? Because uh, I, I bet that's not correct. I bet that it's going to come out in the release window, which is considered the first six months. Okay. But yeah, the, doesn't, some the of these have like Q1 or Q2, but this one says March yeah. 24th. So. Hmm. Huh. Crazy. Oh, Super Mario games. RPG, Super yes. Mario RPG Rabbids Invasion. So this is a new one, and it says March seventeenth. Graham, you said, "Oh yeah, this this was one of my favorite games, uh, Super Mario RPG on the Super Nintendo." So yeah, yeah, I love that. I got a lens of it off a friend, and I had no idea what kind of game it was. And when I played it, I was hooked, man. I love one that of the game. best, one of the best RPGs uh, in it's our time. So much fun. So much fun is made is made by SquareSoft, uh, the same makers of Final Fantasy. Uh, is a great Super Nintendo game. So they also have Dragon Quest XI, which it just says 2017. Uh, Minecraft Nintendo Switch Edition 2017. Mm. Pikmin World, so new Pikmin title uh, yeah. on March 24th. Never played a Pikmin game. Are, are those okay. fun? Like it's Nintendo, so I'm. It's sure okay. It's a it's a great it. children's game. Yeah. Uh, I played Pikmin three on the Wii U. Um, it was it was an okay game. Yeah. 
Super Mario, Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch Q2 2017. Mm-hmm. So they're going to port over uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, my Mario Kart 8 Switch it. So it's Mario Kart 8, except it's a Switch version of Mario Kart 8. So I'm, I'm sure they're going to have some kind of um, feature in there in regards to the Switch, but it's Q2 2017. That's the perfect console for that type of game, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Splatoon Counterattack. So this is the rumored uh, Splatoon sequel, I believe, March 17. Oh. Uh, Super Mario Frostland, which seems like a cheesy title for Super Mario. I don't, I don't know what this Ooh, means. Frostland. Uh, huh. Frostland. Um, Q2 2017. And finally, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. March 17th release date. So launch launch title. It's so called a launch title. Yeah, March 17th. Yep. So what wow, do you guys think about that? That's a hell of a lineup, man. That's I think that's what everybody's been waiting to hear. Like the yep. fact that you're going to have Skyrim, you're going to have NBA 2K17 mm-hmm. and like a Mario game. Like, wow. I I'm sold. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, it's impressive if they can do it. Yeah, and, if they can do it. That's... Um, there's there's no doubt about Skyrim or NBA 2K. I mean, we've seen those. Yeah, those like, aren't really big, big surprises. You're yeah. Right. But um, still, if it's got the capability to do that. If they can get Zelda out on release day, I'm impressed. I really yeah. am. And if they can get Mario out shortly after, um, I'm impressed with that too. I, just don't, I, I hope Mario doesn't drag into late summer, early fall. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm taking this with a grain of salt because whenever these things come out, you know, it's it's it might be somebody making like a, a fake list, you know, because they they try to make it look real by putting like uh, internal only and things like that. Yeah. But um, it's it's possible, you know, maybe the people that are, uh, um, you know, filming and everything they need to line up, or the people that are doing the video edits, oh, yeah. things like that, or the translations or localization, whichever. Um, they they may have this information, so uh, I take it with a grain of salt. But I mean, uh, the game awards before it even happened. You know, Breath of the Wild was leaked yeah. uh, uh, through a lineup and itinerary. So um, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. But, I mean, you're, you guys are right. If, if this is the lineup, then it's pretty exciting. So mm-hmm. very excited. Well, it's proven that it's got the third-party support, right, which is the yeah, biggest thing that's that Nintendo big thing. has been lacking forever. Yeah, right? you got so. Ubisoft on there with Assassin's Creed. You got E3 on there with the Bethesda. NHL and NBA. Bethesda with Skyrim. So third-party support for sure. That's pretty awesome. So, all right, cool. Mike, what you been playing? A whole lot of Stardew, dude. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of Stardew. And then I was playing uh, the new Diablo patch with you a couple days ago. Yeah. Went through the Diablo 1 dungeon, pretty much nailed all the bosses, and, you know, got through with it. It's only available through January, uh, the month of January, so if you're going to get in there and get it done, do it. So, only in events. So, in this patch, I mean, I haven't played... So this is console too as well, right? Not just PC. Yeah, we played it okay. on Xbox One. Okay, yeah. nice. So, uh, um, is this something worth me uh, getting finding my Diablo disc and, and popping it back in? Like I have the the PS4 version of it. I, I'd like to get back into it. I mean, is there a lot of things that are new? Um, it's basically one dungeon in adventure mode at sixteen levels, and you know it's in theme of the old uh, the old Diablo one, and there is a. a um, there is a development video, director's video, whatever, available on the site if you want to see the okay. background behind it. So, I mean, it was worth going through once, I guess, but, you know, the loot's not all that great, so better off doing the, you know, the end game stuff than doing that, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. So, and and I, 
Diablo's never Diablo's type of game that I never would have thought I'd enjoy until kind of Mike got me going on it when it first came to the Xbox One. So, yeah, I mean, I thought, uh, I mean, it was just as enjoyable to me as playing through the first time. So, yeah. Yeah, like, it's hard for me to imagine it on console. I've only played it on PC, but I've heard nothing but great things about it. It's really easy on on, on console playing. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah, they map they map the controls perfectly for the controller, yeah. so... Um, really, yeah, it works out great. Yeah. So, yeah, do you like walk them, or do you like like click? Do you control like a cursor and? No, no, you, no, you, you walk, walk around. Yeah, you walk oh. around. Oh, yeah. okay. And seasons are going to come out with uh, with uh, the PC on uh, the the tenth update. So, like I said, mm. you know, that's going to make make the game come back to life big time. So, so what are the Mike? What are the seasons entail? Like, what is that? Leaderboards, uh, gear that you can only get during that season. Um, you start over with a new character. You know, is that when the necromancer comes out? Um, I know. I don't know if it's going to be 10.0. Um, I'm not sure, but I would imagine that would be the latest it would come out. Okay. Okay. So cool. There'll definitely be another class too. <clears throat> All right. Awesome. So, uh, what I've been playing, uh, like we said, did the Diablo three thing uh, a few nights ago. That was fun. Um, did I played some NHL, and that's been oh, up that. and down experience this week. But I do want to. Um, uh, shout out to Stephen Wiseman for here in our community for jumping in and playing with us. Uh, yeah, uh, good guy. Um, you know we're 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 kind of getting used to each other and playing, but I have no doubt um, once we kind of get everybody jamming and going, we're going to be able to play some five v five and six v six and have a lot of fun and do really well. So um, just uh, kind of getting through that period of just getting used to each other, and but it's fun. He's an awesome guy, and uh, glad to have him here. So. Yep, for uh, sure. Thanks for listening and thanks for playing because uh, you're a good guy to play with. So appreciate that. Uh, anybody else who ever wants to play uh, any game, not just NHL, but uh, you know, I play Battlefield One routinely. I play Titanfall Two, uh, Madden, tons of other games. You know, hey, send send a message on Xbox Live and say I'd love to play with you, or or anybody else on the podcast. And uh, you know, we're always happy to play with listeners of the show and uh, hear hear what you think of the show and hear what we can do better, what you'd like to see us do in the future. So. Um, that was an awesome experience. Uh, played uh, Battlefield today, actually, and had a lot of fun with that. Um, really starting to figure out how to rack up some points with support class. So I think I had like three consecutive games where I had like 15,000 points in Conquest. That's good. So, yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. So that, And then you throw that 1.5 multiplier on there, you're up to like 24,000 pretty quick. Yeah, so, nice. You know, it's it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, that's a lot of fun. And I, I did get a chance to play the new map. I forgot what it's called, but... Uh, Man, that thing is that. That's a good map. It's really the fun. fire map, right? Did you get try the crossbow? No, I did not try the crossbow. But the, that's just disappointing. Uh, maybe it wasn't the new map. It was just maybe a map I hadn't cycled through before. But it's the one with the downed, um, like Zeppelin, hmm. in the two spots. I'm pretty sure that's the new map, Giant Shadow. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it starts and it's super foggy, so you can't see anybody until you're right on top of them. So they push that fog of war on that yep. level, eh? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is incredibly foggy. You cannot see anybody. So, like I said, you're just right on top of them, and then it's like whoever can get the trigger pulled first. And, sounds kind of rapey to me. Sure, but uh, but no, it's a really cool level. It's it's well laid out, and uh, yeah, I really I enjoyed it more than a lot of the other ones in the game so far. And most of the levels in the game are pretty good. So. Yeah, enjoyed that. Uh, like I said, play a little Titanfall 2. Um, that's about it for me this week. So uh, let's jump into discussion. We have a few questions from our community this week. 
Eugene, you want to go with the Facebook ones first? Sure. So we, right. uh, I actually missed a, I missed a few from last week. So uh, last week, uh, I really like this question. Stephen Wiseman uh, asked, "What is your favorite non-gaming hobby?" I'll let you guys go first. Favorite non-gaming hobby? Bird watching. No, I'm kidding. All right, I, I was, I was gonna believe you for a second. <laughs> not making fun of people who watch birds, but that's not my kind of thing. Uh, I'll go first, seeing I'm talking. I play guitar. I love playing guitar. I also play the dr electronic drums as well. But guitar is probably one of my biggest passion, one of my earliest ones. Um, basically, when I'm not playing video games, I'm playing guitar. But I'm mostly playing video games these days. But like I said, that's that's my backup plan. I am definitely a sports fan, um, hockey and baseball in particular. So enjoy watching those two. Also, really enjoy college football. So. When those seasons roll around, I'm, you know, generally uh, watch my favorite teams play as much as I can. Um, also, enjoy reading when when I get the opportunity to. Uh, I think it's important to always try to learn People new things. Still do and, that. <laughs> uh, you know, not here in Merck, not as much as uh, it used to be, but um, you know, uh, one of my favorite comments always is, "I'm not much of a reader." That's when I know to shut my ears off. Yeah, but, no, I love when but, Bill um, Hicks makes fun of it. But. Uh, but yeah, I, I always try to learn new things and, and appreciate, you know, just trying to constantly uh, learn and, and grow intellectually. So I, I try to read as much as I can, uh, as much nonfiction mm -hmm. as I can. So Eugene, how about you? Uh, well, uh, I don't do much. I work. I'm married to my job, so uh, do a lot of that. But uh, really, uh, outside of that, I like to do a lot of outdoorsy activities, like uh, I do uh, a lot watching. of fishing. <laughs> no, no bird watching. Oh. No bird watching. Uh, I do shoot birds, though. I do like uh, fishing. I do like hunting. I do. Uh, I hunt once a year for deer. Oh, deer! Uh, eh? Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, deer hunting. I live in Arkansas, so that's about good, all there is to do. Uh, so I, I actually don't like to eat deer. Uh, whenever what? I whenever I get a deer, I uh, I usually uh, give it out to my friends, give it to my coworkers, things like that. I get it processed and give it so out to them. A, you get a deer, and I'll come get the next one. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I uh, I usually uh, make some deer jerky. I'll I'll make a. You know, a pot of deer chili, and I get sick of it, like, after one meal. I, I don't like the taste of deer, but uh, I do like fishing. I, lo I love fish, and I, I love too. cooking. I love cooking and eating fish, so I do a lot of trout fishing in particular. So Yeah, nice. Um, I do that, and then I uh, I also golf, too, uh, when the weather's nice. Nice. I like to golf. Not a lot of people picture me as a golfer, but I do enjoy golfing. Uh, but other than that, uh, Tyler, you uh, had a few emails this week? Yeah, yeah, I did, so... Um, Viking Sully uh, from the great state of Minnesota uh, has emailed us. Um, talking specifically with online sports games and head-to-head -head playing, it seems uh, every company has some sort of issues online. So uh, with connection problems, is it more server or internet problems that lead to these issues? So if it's server, why is it so different from, for example, EA, which seems to be able to handle a game like NHL that has more players playing at the same time than they can handle with Madden with the same stability? Um, interested to hear our thoughts. So, um, you know, what do you guys think? I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but I think it comes down to, too, there, there's a much higher player base in Madden, you know, all trying to use it at the same time. And NHL just doesn't have the player base. Even though, um, you, got, even though you have, you know, four to, to 12 people in the game at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the deal with that. This is how this, is how this works. When stuff comes through the, the network, it's not looking at what, you know, okay... Um, it's basically like dots. If you were to look at our players as dots, the dots would be transposed to the server and into the other people, and then their dots back 
and in fourth, okay? But if you look at Madden, Madden's got many, many, many more dots, the dots being the players, than, than NHL does. Yeah. So all that information has to go back and forth and back and mm -hmm. forth in a V, you know? And so with that being said, that's why Madden probably doesn't have as great of a connection, pro, um, greatest connection thing as NHL. But then again, you know, sometimes people, the people at EA screw up their net code. And we had that problem on NHL 16 where if you were at home and you were a captain, you had yep. input lag. And they're like, oh, there's no such thing. Then all of a sudden, after people screaming for eight months straight, they're like, well, maybe we should we, we should take a poll and maybe we should look into it. And they've man finally managed to figure it out after blaming people's connections, blaming uh, Internet providers, you know, this and that and the other. And so that's where that kind of thing stems from. Um, as far as where the, the, the mass of the problems come from, it's a half and half thing. Some people have shitty providers, you know, sometimes it's server things like like NHL. But it's all about how much information you have to put through. And I would think with the amount of players that are on a football field, that would be more, way more of a problem than, you know, um, five versus five, so to speak. Well, with but, the goalie, six versus six, whatever. Well, with football, though, you only have one player like one human player actually playing it. But yeah, but essentially there's more stuff going on. The entire though, offensive right? and defensive lines. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. All I get what you're saying. have to be accounted for for where they are in the field. Yeah. You know? No, totally so, understand. So FIFA would probably be somewhere in the middle of that, you know, and like tennis should be easy. So with that, with that being said, that's that's a lot where, where all the, the hiccups come from. It, so, it's 50-50 it's, it's split. It really is. So question two, like how much of it comes down to whether it's a dedicated server versus like having oh, some player being the host? Server. It's much better if it's a dedicated server because it's just sitting there taking in the information. But as far as like a, like a host goes, that doesn't work really well because it's all dependent on their connection. If they disconnect yeah. from the game like in Call of Duty, the whole game's over. Yeah, that know? was Call of Duty for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's worthless. It's absolutely worthless. You have to have dedicated servers. All right. So, Viking Sully also asks, uh, did you guys have anything else on that? I'm sorry. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. So, Viking Sully also asks, uh, looking for a good strategy game to play. Loved Command & Conquer, Red Alert series, Warcraft 2 style, etc. Asking uh, for recommendations and what we think about the upcoming Halo Wars 2. Uh, is, that type, is that a game that we would recommend? Who wants well, to go on that? Graham, go ahead. I uh, say the game I would recommend would be Civilization VI. But if you're looking for something close to like Red Alert, like you're saying, then I would say go with Halo Wars 2. Because it's, to me, like, I haven't played Halo Wars 2, although I had the beta. But uh, I played Halo Wars 1, and it is really comparable to, like, Red Alert. So if you like those types of games, like Command and Conquer and stuff like that, I would say go with Halo Wars 2. And if you do, let me know how it is, because uh, if it's really good which I'm sure when it comes out, I'll check out the review, but I'd like to hear somebody's personal input, then uh, I'll probably pick it up and try it out. Just because it's a different type of game than like a first-person shooter. It's like you're saying, it's more strategic. I, I enjoyed the first Halo Wars. It was a, mm -hmm. it was a very fun game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it yeah. Is, it was a very different pace from, you know, like the Halo first-person game, so enjoyed it. Yeah. Mike, anything? Yeah, you know what? I just I had the, the game in my, my head because he likes RTSs, obviously, mm -hmm. um, and I just completely lost it. But it's put out by by Microsoft. It's something Kingdoms Two or something like that. 
I played the hell out of it. And they have made so many mods for it to bring the the, the, um, the graphics up to date and everything, you know, to this day. Um, God, I cannot believe I just lost it. I mean, completely lost it. Like, Alzheimer's lost it. Um, okay. I can't remember what it, what, what the, what, it, what it was called. But that but that one was definitely a great one to play. And it does no good because I cannot remember. Yeah. So if you remember, post it on the Facebook page because I know he goes on there. So it's gonna, it, I'll remember it in like a right. minute. Okay. It's just not so to this question made me first of all think of a game that I absolutely hated and it just brought out that frustration. Do you guys remember Tom Clancy's End War? No. Yeah. Where you had to like, I never played it. Where you had to talk into your mic. Yeah. Oh and give him commands and stuff to go to. God, I hated yeah. that game. You're gonna recommend a game you hate? <clears throat> no, no, no. I'm just saying that just reminded <laughs> me of a game I hated. Oh. Okay. Um, I, I'm not a big strategy game guy, but I would recommend Halo Wars 2, and this is why. I think the first one was kind of seen as sort of a side companion game to the Halo series. I think they're going all in on this one. Age of I Empires think... 2. Okay. Okay. Shut so, the fuck up. Remember Age, 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 Age of Empires? Yes. Age so of that's, Empires that's, that's kind of like a civilization game, right? Is that on, is that on console? It's on PC. It's on PC. Yeah, PC, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a console-only player. I, I know that. Okay, um, but... All right then, but then yeah. so, I said too, that then. one's a big one. That one's a okay. big. Okay, yeah, and, that, and that's a good series. Um, but uh, but I would recommend Halo Wars too. Like I said, I think the first one was kind of seen as like this side companion game to the Halo series, and now this one I think is very much seen as part of the the lore and all that stuff. And it might be, you know, I I know you've never played uh, Halo, like, but uh, but I think it's a good way to get into that that lore with something that is, is more the style that you're looking for. And it might get you hooked on the series and make you want to try out like master chief collection or something. Cause now you can get that for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So let me butt in real fast here. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I didn't know we were talking about console only, um, civilization revolution for the Xbox 360. Excellent game to play on mm-hmm. the console. Everybody has been crying and whining and, uh, jousting and you know wanting to get that to be backwards compatible. So sooner or later it will be. But you'll definitely enjoy that one if you like the strategies. So what about Tropico? I uh, love Tropico. I so Tropico is on Xbox One, isn't it? I thought yeah, there's yeah, a yeah yeah. yeah so Tropico, I'd re- I'd recommend Tropico. That's definitely uh, also... a cross between between like Civ and in SimCity. Uh huh. Yeah. And then uh, I know it's not a traditional RTS, but I I really consider XCOM as yeah, being a, a yeah XCOM is a fantastic um, um, turn-based RTS. Yeah, uh, it, it's a fantastic game, so I recommend that. And then I think there's a new game coming out next year. Uh, first off, um, I, 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 Dwarves. Have you guys heard about Dwarves? Yes, I have. I heard it's really in, intense and very 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 intricate. Yeah, so Dwarves is coming out the next year. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it. A lot of people are hyped about it. I think uh, actually one of our uh, listeners, Brandon Myers, he uh, he posted something about it last week on our Facebook page, and that's actually what uh, had me looking into it. Um, yeah, it's on the PC right now. Is it on the PC right now? Yeah. Okay. It's all yeah, ASCII, it's all ASCII graphics too. It's not. There's no real graphics. Oh, okay. So yeah, I've heard good things about that, and then I think there's a new Warhammer game uh, coming out in this next year. For the Xbox, so Warhammer, uh, mm-hmm. traditional RTS uh, game, but those will be the ones I recommend. XCOM being number one on my list, more 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 likely. So yeah, oh, cool. All right, and then finally, last question from Raz. Um, Raz, who I saw uh, got achievements in NBA 2K17. So glad you're enjoying that game. That's the game that he chose. 
uh, for winning our holiday um, yeah. giveaways. So, Raz S, uh, first of all, hope hope you all had a nice New Year's. Uh, we did. Yes, um, thank you. And uh, what gaming headset do you guys use, and what would you recommend to other gamers? So, uh, real quick, I'll go first. Um, I have two of them, actually. The one I use for, like, when we do the podcast is the Wired one. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a Turtle Beach from back when, uh, I think it's the 7 Series or whatever, from back when the Xbox One released. Um, I get decent sound from it. Uh, but the the wireless one I have, the Turtle Beach one, is a significantly better sound. And... Uh, and it's just it kind of gives that real surround sound experience with a headset. So that I, I recommend that one. I, I don't remember the exact model number of that, but it came out probably two years ago. Uh-huh. So I'm sure there's better stuff on the market already. But I don't know, Graham. I know you have a, a headset story. Yes, I do have a headset story. Um, I was looking into getting a headset because I had one for the 360. It was a Turtle Beach. Uh, I forget which one, but it was the 7.1 surround sound. And when I got it, it was awesome. I thought it was the greatest thing, like, for especially playing Battlefield. I think it was Bad Company 2 back then. But, you like, 7.1 surround sound is awesome for those types of games because you hear, like, jets, like, zooming through one, one ear and, like, crashing into a building. So when I got the Xbox One, I kind of done some research on, like, what's the best ones to get. And there's some really good headsets out there. But it was really hard to find one that worked for Xbox One for like uh, party chat and stuff like that. So basically, the one that he had was the the Elite 800X for the Xbox One. Uh, this one's a bit pricier, but it's like uh, it's got no boom for the mic. They basically just got like hidden mics throughout it. Mm-hmm. It's Bluetooth, so you can wirelessly connect to like your phone, and you can like take calls and answer calls through it. Or you can like listen to music, and it's all like different channels, and you can balance it out. But if you didn't really want to go that expensive route, because I had that headset, and it broke on me. Now, the reason it broke was not because it was bad quality. It's just because... It's because you it, stepped on them. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I stepped on them, but I was a little rough on them, and uh, one of my friends, when I was holding it, he like hugged me on my head. He was drunk, and he kind of like cracked it. So that led to that. But it probably um, also led to us too by the sounds of it. <laughs> no. I mean you make him pay for it. Make him well, get you a new headset. Hugging well, okay. you and shit. Well, I didn't tell him that's what happened, so if he's listening, you don't need to buy me a new headset. But anyways, it was broken, so then I'm like, okay, I wanna get this fixed. So I called Turtle Beach and the customer service was good and they were gonna repair it, but I didn't send it away in time, which is my fault. So then I went out and got another Turtle Beach headset. Um, it's, it doesn't work as good as for the mic capabilities, but this one is the Z60. It's for a PC. Um, the, the way the surround sound works is it goes through like a USB port and then it converts it to 7.1. So it didn't work for the Xbox One. So basically I use it as just a normal headset plugged into my Xbox controller, so I just get in stereo sound. But it's good because I got the... I got it for 7.1 for my PC, and I got it for like the normal backup headset for my Xbox One. So I, w- I would go with Turtle Beach. That's my recommendation. Yeah. A little bit pricier, but mm-hmm. the the one that I got, the Z60, was probably like 80, 90 bucks. So nothing too expensive, not like the other ones. But like I said, they offer lots of variety, and their customer service is, is good. All right, cool. Eugene, how about you? 
Uh, so uh, I have a few recommendations. Uh, I had some Turtle Beaches not too long ago, and I actually sold them to a friend of mine. I had the uh, I had the uh, Turtle Beach PX5s, which I do I do recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the That's issue that I had. Uh, so it worked on the the PS. Uh, it worked on the PS4 Plus. It, if you got an adapter, I, I had an early model. Uh, it had an adapter that worked for Xbox, I believe. Um, so I had those, and they they sounded terrific. Uh, but then I picked up the uh, PS4 Gold headset, which is a decent headset, especially for a low price point. I think the PX5s. I forgot what I paid for them. Maybe one fifty or two hundred. Um, fully wireless and everything, but I, I picked up the uh, PS4 Gold headset, which you can get a, a Gold headset, I think. Uh, usually they're on sale for about $79, so they're a great uh, headset, and they're they're actually compatible with the Xbox One. All you have to do is plug it into the controller. So I, I always recommend the PS4 Gold headset. I never bought the Xbox wireless headset that they had. Um, I, I've really gotten out of using headsets because I like to be aware of my surroundings. Like, I, I love being immersed in the games, and it sounds ter- terrific and anything, but I just uh, got a decent surround sound in my house uh, that I use. Uh, I, I like to be aware of what's going on around me whenever you get a, a good uh, Turtle Beach headset or some good Astros. I was going to bring up the Astros, too, because uh, a buddy of mine had the Astro A40s, and I think the A50s are out now, but I think a lot of people prefer the Astro A40s, but uh, um, mm-hmm. you're paying a lot better, uh, higher price for them. Oh, you are, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're around three hundred dollars. Yeah, they are. And his weren't even a uh, fully wireless. Like he got the wired uh, version of it, which you mm-hmm. have this really long cord going to the TV. Uh, you can get a wireless, I think, box for it uh, that runs about seventy bucks or something like that. At least it was then. Uh, but Astros are fantastic if you want to invest mm-hmm. that kind of money. Um, but if you're if you're looking for a good good price point headset, all the reviews I've read, anything the the PS4 Gold headset uh, are a great price point. Uh, $79, and then uh, I think uh, there's a new version out even that are uh, still $99. So, decent headset there. That's why I'd recommend. Yep. Mike, anything on that? Yeah, I use a dual tape deck, 8 uh, inch speaker ghetto blaster hooked up to a silver tone microphone. Okay. Now, I don't use. I use the Xbox headset because I don't like listening to the, the sounds of the game and having somebody talking to my you know, my ear at the same time. So I use, you know, I used to use the surround sound system. Now I'm just using my TV, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's not my thing. I did have, uh, um, I did have a pair of skull candies for a very long time. They lasted probably two years, but I never used them that much. Okay. And since nobody has a sense of humor tonight, let's move on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. I didn't realize what part was funny. Oh, oh, there, there, oh. The Second Canadian bird. All right. Yeah. The uh, the Astros are definitely really good, and I'm I'm probably going to be I wait. Well, I shouldn't say probably. Maybe in the market to get a new like like super premiere headset like when Scorpio comes out in November. We'll see because they have the the full setup, but we'll see. But uh, that's it for questions this week. Anything else from you guys before we get out of here? For Graham, are you going to go for the you know, the hat trick on Canadian Burns. Do you have anything else for us? <laughs> Are you no. forgetting something? Oh, no. yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, so, uh, Mike promised us uh, recipes in the past. And he oh, has God. one ready to go tonight. Now, this one's actually, this is good. So, that's, uh, Mike's going to go through it uh, here. And then I think uh, we're going to post it on the Facebook page. 
uh, if you want to uh, see so don't yeah on the website so you don't have to like write down furiously while he's talking but Mike go ahead all right boys and girls um, I started out cooking and I started out badly I did not follow any recipes I had no idea what I was doing my mom tried to teach me how to cook a steak and you know make sure you poke it with the fork it's like the worst thing in the world to do so all through the years I've always had this thing for cooking and so I have gotten progressively better and better and better so what I'm gonna do what I'm doing is me is putting out some recipes one probably once or twice every two weeks for people to basically eat that's easy to make and will last for a few days because you know people go oh I hate to cook for just myself well guess what if you cook for yourself and it tastes good and you got three or you know three days out of it then you know you should definitely do it so today we're going to go with my beef stew recipe. And this is how it's going to go. Um, you can do beef or pork. It doesn't much matter. Um, you know, pork is a lot cheaper than beef right now, and you just have to cook it just a tad bit more before you throw it in the pot. That's all there is to it. So here we go. Two pounds of stew meat, five to six red potatoes, one bag of baby carrots, one large brown or yellow mushroom. I mean mushroom. <laughs> one loud... One large brown or yellow onion. Two you, you can eat a different colored mushroom beforehand to kind of get ready for cooking. <laughs> yeah. To kind two of get you in the mood for cooking. Two celery stalks. Two boxes of beef broth. Half a cup of Worcestershire sauce. Half a cup of soy sauce. One quarter cup of cornstarch. Three tablespoons of garlic powder. Three tablespoons of onion powder. One to two tablespoons of dried rosemary, which is optional. You don't have to have the rosemary. And three large pinches of parsley flakes, which is also optional, but, you know, whatever. All right, so here are the directions. It's pretty simple. Chop the red potatoes into one-inch cubes. Now, if you don't know how to use a knife in, in, with potatoes and you're just lost, basically lay it flat, okay? Make one cut right through the middle. Then take the flat parts and put them on the, the cutting board. Then, then go one more time across each and then turn them and then make it into one-inch, small one-inch pieces. It's really that easy. All right, then chop one large onion into uh, one-inch pieces. Okay, this is how you do this. You take your onion, and on each side where all the, the, the stuff is coming out of, you cut each end uh, off, and then you set it, on the, set it where it's flat. You cut straight down the middle, and then you put it where it's flat again, and then you start from one side and start chopping all the way to the other. Okay, then turn it and chop it one more time. It's really that simple. Because if you do that, if, if you want to get like a fine cut on onion, you just go in that second part. You, after you cut off the ends and you and you set it on this flat side and you cut down the middle and then you have like a half and you put it down flat. And if you go really finely all the way down, you'll notice that it's already been cut through. So you can just take your fingers and and you know put in a little itsy bitsy specks or diced or whatever you want to call it. All right. So with that being said, in a large pot, add the potatoes, the celery, and most of the bag of baby carrots. All right, then add both boxes of the beef broth and add water till liquid is probably about two inches higher. If you don't need the water, then good, great, awesome. All right, then add the Worcestershire sauce, the soy sauce, the garlic, the onion, the parsley flakes to the pot and bring it to a boil. Once it hits a boil for about a minute or so, bring it down so it's just sort of rolling and bubbling and stuff like that. I call that a simmer. All right, and then in the skillet, Add a little oil to it and just enough to barely line the bottom so it doesn't so the meat doesn't stick to it and and throw all the meat in there on medium medium high and sear it and just get the outsides of it brown you know don't worry about the insides it's not a big deal do it a little longer with the pork all right so then put that aside 
All right, now about 15 minutes into this into the simmer, add the meat and onion to the pot. Because if you if you add the onion into the pot and the meat any sooner than that, the meat's going to get real rubbery and chewy, and the onion is just going to turn into completely transparent, uh, limp things. It's not good. So at about 22 minutes, um, with a cup and a little bit of cold water, you know, um, take your cornstarch and pour it in there and mix it up really good so it's just kind of like milky and stuff. Because if you just take the cornstarch and put it in the hot boiling water, it's just going to turn into little bits all over the place and it's not going to do any good. So throw it in there and mix it up really good, you know, stir it really good, and it should thicken up the, the, the liquid, obviously. And if it's not thick enough for you, you can add some more, but don't go too nuts because if you do, then it's going to taste like cornstarch. In about 25 minutes, it should be very close to being done. Fish out a piece of the potato. And then uh, take a fork and stick it through it. Now, if you can run that fork through it really easily, you're done. You know, pull everything off, pull it off the burner, let it sit aside, and then you're good to go. And that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, all you got to do is follow the simple directions, and it'll feed you for, you know, two, three days, four days. And if you want to do something on top of that, go to Walmart and get one of those uh, uh, French uh, French loaves for a dollar. You know, put some butter on it and add some, some garlic salt to it, and you got garlic bread to go with it. And that's pretty much it. All right, awesome. So sounds good. You can uh, you can get that recipe because it's got uh, it's got a decent amount of stuff in it. You can get the recipe on our Facebook page and our website. We'll have it up here in the next day or two. So anything else for you guys before we get out of here? No, I have the, one one little well, thing. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I I had an origin. Uh, so if you have the origin app on your uh, PC, I just had a notice pop up, uh, and I think it's been going on for like a week now. But uh, uh, if you've never gotten to the Mass Effect series. Yeah. Uh, the Origin app is free. You just have to sign up. But uh, Mass Effect 2 is free on EA Origin right now for PC. Oh, nice. nice. So you can download that game for completely free. And uh, uh, it has a, a bunch of, uh, it looks like, uh, add-ons with it, too. So you can experience, and that's, uh, in my opinion, that's the best Mass Effect game. Mass Effect yeah, it's got, you're right, it got it the is. highest rating, so oh, yeah. can't really like, argue. Yeah. yeah, Mass Effect 1 is a little bit boring. Uh, to me, it's kind of long-driven and very repetitive, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, a, I like the RC aspect of it though. Being able to oh, drive yeah. over the planets, like I wish yeah, they could do that in the other ones. But yeah, well, see, I liked it a lot better in the second one where you just kind of highlight over a planet and uh, you know uh, you can get the minerals and stuff on there. But anyway, Mass Effect Two is free on EA Origin. All you have to do is uh, 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 download the app and sign up, and you can get it for free for your PC. You I shouldn't hope. need a you, you shouldn't need a great PC to run that game. No, right. No All right, cool. Graham, anything else? Nope, I'm going to download right now. That's all I got to Graham's say. Graham's going to be not on the show next week, correct? Sadly, no. Okay, so Graham gets his week he'll off. He'll be on a ship to Jamaica. He'll be play, mm. he'll, He's going to bring his laptop and play Mass Effect 2 yeah, in the somewhere. sun. There you go. Way down in Kokomo. <laughs> Partake in the mushrooms of Jamaica. They have mushrooms there? Slow. Uh, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you'll find out. You'll let us know. Brown, brown and yellow ones. Oh, yeah. down in yeah. They should All have right. some Jamaican rum there, which is Newfie Screech, so uh, I should get along pretty good there. Newfie okay. Screech. All right. All right. So with that, that's going to do it for episode number 31 of the Third Sanguine Podcast. We thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with episode no, I won't. number 32. <laughs> Graham won't, but the rest of us will. So until then, everybody, uh, have a great week. Enjoy your games, and uh, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, everybody. Happy gaming, everybody. See you, guys. See you in a couple weeks.